Hi everyone, this is Luke Moroney for the Daily Property Search Podcast. And what I'd like to discuss with you today is what do you miss when checking property on the internet? So it's a thoughtful subject to bring up, especially in the case of you know many people that come to us throw out ideas on different deals that are out in the marketplace and on the market on realestate.com and domain.com. So they bring us the ideas of these deals and suggest to us the reasons why we would buy it or wouldn't buy it and if it is a really good deal. Before I get into this topic, just a disclaimer that this podcast is for general purposes only and should not be regarded as financial or legal advice. Make sure you get your own independent advice when investing. So I'm bringing up this topic about what do you miss out on when you're checking property on the internet and the reason for suggesting this particular product, this particular topic today, I should say, is the fact of people are bringing us links to property deals that are currently on the market and they're asking us why um, if they should actually go ahead and purchase these properties. So it's often clients of ours that are looking keen to actually get started and get investing. But sometimes you want to allow a few days or a week or a couple of weeks to actually source out a deal that's going to really work best for you. Now, some of the deals that do come through um, immediately, even for me that where I live in Sydney, um, I can see some um, you know things that I would highlight straight away of a reason why not to buy and I'm going to get through those topics so just because they are fitting your criteria on price land size there might be other th- factors to think about especially if you're not familiar with the area or you are a first or second time investor and you're not doing this day in day out like we are at as buyers agents and especially if you're not there on the ground as well so that's a a few ideas to to think about when you're actually looking at the internet is it just a case of just reeling off 10 15 properties putting an offer on at 5 10 or 15 percent lower than the purchase of the listing price and you're actually going to get a deal well there's a lot more that comes into that we've got a couple of stories um, you know for ourselves that we've dealt with with clients who have brought us property deals that were looking at actually to purchase off a friend off a family member um, of others and actually when you look at that deal into a, a little bit further, a dive in a little deeper, you actually realize it's not a very good deal to go with. So I thought I'd bring up a couple of key points that I've experienced um, in terms of looking at some of these deals that are, are sent through from clients or others in looking to get a great property deal. My first point is, are you experienced enough to do all the due diligence? And there is a number of factors that we consider when we're putting together a deal for a client. So there's things like doing a dive before you dig, doing the mapping of that particular area. Is it located next to services that are close or transportation that is close? Is it actually too close to those areas? So you might have things like sound overlays and that would actually take you to a higher cost of build for a granny flat or if you subdivide the property down the track because you actually have to put things like double glazing windows on. So be mindful of the due diligence, the due diligence that you're doing when looking at a property that is on the internet. Are you that familiar with the, with the area or even the street that, that that's being purchased on? Are there other 
uh, it's a community where it's it's a frown upon to live in that street. So tenants, as soon as they're going to get there, are not going to like the idea of actually living in that street because um, there might be a situation where no one's really looking after their the front of their their house. Um, it's not being well outkeep, so the street appeal is not there. So you really need to go in a little bit deeper when you're doing this these due diligence on these properties and making sure that you're checking off everything in line with ensuring you're minimizing your risk on this on your investment. The second point I like to make is are you actually paying retail price on this property? So the you know the listing price and the listing price can often be made up of you know what the the discussion between the agent and the and the vendor. Now, if you're an out of suburb agent on this particular property, they might actually misprice the property. They might put it too high or too low. So maybe paying at the at the listed price sometimes is actually that you are getting a discount because it's below the market value. Um, if you are paying, uh, you know, uh, as a discount on a on a price that's um, inflated, you might be getting five percent off, but you might be in a situation that you're overpaying for this property because it's still um, way above and listed above what the true market value is at that current time. So I've got to be mindful of paying the various different prices, whether it be real retail price or you've actually looked at purchasing property at a discount when in actual fact it is it was inflated to start out with. Also thinking about um, are you getting a discount on the price or on the contract term. So thinking about what is actually entailed with looking at the price of that property, are you actually negotiating some of on, on the property price as well as terms, or is it a situation that the terms are attractive for you and work well with you, and the, the, mark, the actual price of the property, um, if it is at retail, doesn't really matter as such because the terms are so, so attractive and you get more value out of the terms than you do from the price. So that might mean for you a longer settlement that you're able to get your finance in place and you really like the property and you wanna secure it now for the ability to purchase it down the track. So that's an instance that that might work. The third point I'd like to make is being on the ground each and every day leads to a lot of experience about the streets, about the demographics, whether the street is good or bad, as I sort of mentioned a little bit earlier. It's just a massive difference and it's hard to actually define some of that value that's in, entrenched in, like with someone, Mark, who's my business partner, has been eight years as a buyer's agency in the Brisbane area and knows a lot of the streets, a lot of the, uh, the suburbs, surrounding areas, the growth of shopping centers and the expansion of roads. And you know what effect that, that some of the infrastructure has or some of the streets have on people living in those areas. So it's a massive factor to, for, for people to think about. Um, having that experience of eight years and buying over 11, 1200 properties there, you get a real sense of you know, what is a good deal and what's not so good. And he can immediately often tell, even without the internet, what prices are on a block just by looking at um, a street name and often uh, you know, a photo or two of the property. So that gives you a lot of 
insight to you know what is actually possible um, in using a buyer's agent. I guess you're never going to really know the uh, well initially before you start the true value of having someone like a buyer's agent who is on the ground every day and looking at some of these deals, talking to agents, building that relationship can provide you in future in terms of buying that first property and the second and the third and so forth. So even for me, I live in Sydney. Um, I've bought over 19 properties. Actually, it is 19 properties in Brisbane. I would still have someone have a look at that property, get a second opinion on that property as I'm not on the ground every day. You know, if I was to go up there and, and search around the properties and because I had the experience of buying some of these properties, I'm, I will probably be in a better situation than most people looking at some of the properties if they're first getting started out. But because I'm not on the ground every day, I'd still run this idea of a property purchase pass mark in terms of his experience. And that's what it's all about. You know, people don't often find that what, where the true level of value of experience is until it comes to three to five years time and you've gone through that process of buying a property and you've seen growth and you've worked with a deal that's really worked well for you and then it's boosted your your level of wealth and that's what I've experienced and that's why I've been able to team up with Mark to actually get someone on the ground every day and make sure that we're providing a really good service with really good deals for our clients. So remember those points when you are actually looking at property on the internet. It is a factor that there's so much listed there. How can you decipher one deal between another? You know, and, and looking at some basic things or what they highlight in the description is often the, the major points. They're not going to point out if there's little bits of repairs on ceilings and gyprock um, and there might be damage to toilets or you know you need to do intensive repairs but on the surface and photos that are displayed and the comments that are written they're only highlighting the great points of the property so it's a big consideration to take in terms of where it's going in terms of your property investing and make sure you're checking that out when it comes to looking and thinking about property when you're scanning through the internet and the pages like realestate.com.au and domain.com.au hopefully that helps you in your voyage or, or your discovery of property investing and if you do want to have a chat about this particular topic or your own property investing please do give me a call on 0400332 that was 0400332377 look forward to talking to you all very soon and thank you for tuning in the podcast you just heard was made using anchor ever thought about making your own podcast anchor makes it really easy for anyone to get started It's a one-stop shop for recording, hosting, and distributing podcasts. Best of all, it's 100% free. Sign up now at anchor.fm slash new. That's anchor.fm slash new to get started.